Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. When it comes to video games, we often pick up a controller to expand our horizons with fictional stories and not replicate real ones. But real life and the history of real life is as intimately fascinating as any spacey shooty shooty world thrown up by the AAA corporation, you just need to know where to look. I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com and these are 9 video games based on real life stories. Number 9. Secret Files, Tunguska What is it about Siberia which attracts adventure game scribes so much? Four years after Benoit Sokol took us to the far northern reaches of Russia in his misspelled magnum opus Siberia, adventure game designer Jörg Bielschmidt jetted us back in Secret Files Tunguska, a game which had flown largely under the radar like a Soviet spy plane before its Switch release a few years ago. What starts out here as a hunt for her suddenly vanished father soon evolves into an epic quest across the four corners of the, uh, globe as amateur detective Nina seeks to solve the century-old mystery of the Tunguska Catastrophe, a gargantuan explosion which torched the area to a crisp. It sounds like fanciful video game fare, but the Tunguska event actually happened. 2,000 square kilometers of the Taiga Forest were decimated in a moment of cosmic chaos, widely attributed by scientists to the airburst of a meteor, a sort of intergalactic grenade. Boffins estimated that the blast hit with an impact over 1,000 times than the atomic bomb dropped on Hiroshima, though the consequences to human life were nowhere near as catastrophic, as luckily, there wasn't even a single fatality. Number 8, Mystical Ninja starring Guemon. In the musical N64 number Mystical Ninja starring Guemon, the eponymous elaborately blue-haired hero and his crew of eccentric accomplices travel the length of the Oedu, hitting things with the Kizeru as they attempt to thwart the Peach Mountain Shogun Gang from turning Japan into one big theatre. It's fair to say then that Konami's retelling of the legend of Japan's Robin Hood cum Don Quixote XP, Ishikawa Guemon, isn't necessarily faithful to the one popularised by 18th century Kabuki theatre. Though perhaps that's just as well, given the real man's adventures ended with him being boiled alive in a bathtub. Though his escapades have been dramatically exaggerated and enhanced by historical retelling, Guemon was a real outlaw with pretensions of heroism, at one point allegedly leading an assassination attempt on warlord Oda Nobunaga, another man with a whole series of games based around him. It was another failed hit, this time on Toyotomi Hideyoshi, which resulted in Guemon's culturally celebrated execution. Today, round iron bathtubs are even known as Guemon baths. Number 7. Eternal Sonata in the autumn of 1849, virtuoso Polish pianist Frederick Chopin lay on his deathbed as the tuberculosis which had ravaged his body reached its final stages. 
As the last life ebbed out of the romantic musician, he was surrounded by his family and friends, and his final wishes were enacted. What historians don't apparently tell us, though, is that during his last hours, the maestro was gripped in the midst of a painfully anime-esque fever dream, featuring every stock JRPG character imaginable in a magical world loosely themed around music. Eternal Sonata, then, which plays out that exact scenario, is just utterly preposterous. What should surely be the driving force, that being the man's timelessly poignant compositions, takes a backseat to typical turn-based fare until eventually, mercifully, our hero pens his long rest. Number 6, Aoki Okami to Shiroki Majika, aka Genghis Khan. A number of games have drawn inspiration from the incredible, almost mythical history of Genghis Khan. However, and pretty obviously given its name, none tell the warmongerous story quite as well as Koei's historical simulation series Genghis Khan, known in the East as Aoki Okami to Shiroki Majika, which brilliantly translates as Blue Wolves and White Doves. The first in the series, released in 1987, saw the Mongolian warlord at the beginning of of his global conquest back in 1175, with a snazzy multiplayer mode offering the roles of his contemporaries, those being England's Richard the Lionheart, Alexius of the Byzantine Empire, or Minamoto no Yorimoto, a man who has had a starring role in several other games himself. Koi really dusted off the history books for the game's sequel, presenting four complex scenarios, trailing the rise of the Mongol horde in the late 12th century right up until 1274. Number 5. Yoshitsune Ayuden, the story of hero Yoshitsune. Before they were making masochists of us all with the dead-hearted Dark Souls, From Software made it their goal to deliver a Japanese history lesson through the medium of a real-time strategy-slash-third-person hybrid. As the game's title very obviously suggests, Yoshitsune Ayuden retells the tale of samurai Minamoto no Yoshitsune, a swordsman whose legendary exploits during the Genpei War helped half-brother Yoritomo consolidate his shogunate. Yoshitsune's cultural and historical significance have seen him crop up in a number of video games, even if it hasn't always been as obvious as from Software's tribute. Okami's self-proclaimed prophet Waka is also based on the general, who is also known as Ushi Wakamaru in his childhood. His depiction in Capcom's game isn't quite as biographical. I mean, for a start, he plays a magical flute and he can walk on water. Number 4, That Dragon Cancer. Ryan and Amy Green's independent art game That Dragon Cancer isn't based on a famous figure or significant world event which changed history, but is rather a deeply personal autobiographical account of the pair coming to terms with their infant son's terminal cancer. At just 12 months old, the Greens' third child, Joel, was diagnosed with a cancer of the brain, with doctors offering a prognosis of four months to live. The game, if such a term is even appropriate, isn't about stepping into a historical role with the separation of time or context, but asking the player to experience the despair, grief, and eventual acceptance of losing a child. It's understandably powerful, poignant stuff, and redefined the paradigm for what a video game could even be. Number 3, Mozart, The Conspirators of Prague. Micro-applications historical adventure Mozart, The Conspirators of Prague is a weird game. The game's story is a standard potboiler, concerning the Masonic Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart's discovery of a scheme to overthrow Holy Roman Emperor Joseph II whilst in Prague to debut the new opera Don Giovanni. 
Though there's not a jot of evidence to suggest that there ever was a hit on Joel's head, the Austrian musical maestro's connection with these shadowy Freemasons is well established. At the tail end of his life, the composer was inducted into the society alongside his mentor, Joseph Hayden, a development which manifested in his later day compositions, for instance in the Mason's three-note knocking motif appearing in the opera, Figaro's Overture. In 1785, Mozart became a master Mason, surrounding himself with members of the club until his untimely death six years later. Number 2. Guerrilla War aka Guevara In the English language version of SNK's Guerrilla War, a pair of unnamed rebel commandos make it their personal mission to liberate a non-specific Caribbean island from the clutches of an obviously evil but similarly unknown despot. The politics of their plot are never mentioned, it's just two well-to-do chaps trying their best to bring peace to a long-suffering population. In Japan though, the story is somewhat different. There's no subtlety behind the original title at all, it's simply called Guevara as players take on the role of legendary revolutionary of the same near chair, shooting his way through Cuba's moist forests on a one-man campaign to bring down Fulgencio Batista. Well, it's one man until a second person picks up the pad and then they can assume the role of none other than Fidel Castro. Fearing anti-communist sentiment in the West, SNK removed all traces of Che and Castro from the game and with it all the intrigue. Number 1. This War of Mine Unlike most war-based video games which place you front and centre of the front line with an arsenal strapped to your back, 11-Bit Studios' This War of Mine explores the civilian side of the conflict, putting you in the gradually perishing shoes of a group struggling to survive a city under siege. It's truly the most harrowing survival horror game ever made. The game's shell-shattered fictional setting of Grasnavia is directly inspired by Sarajevo, the Bosnian capital which spent 1,425 days besieged at the hands of the Yugoslav People's Army from April 1992 until February 1996. The developers specifically reached out to those who had lived through the ordeal in the hope of making this War of Minds experience as accurate and thought-provokingly horrific as possible. The siege of Sarajevo was eventually lifted shortly after the Dayton Agreement brought the Bosnian War to a close. The conflict might have been over, but those who lived through it were left haunted for life by the experience, an experience painfully recreated in 11-Bit Studios' unremittingly bleak recreation. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.